Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the week. Going solo today. It's just me, hombres. Okay? Just got Papa Bear today. Occasionally. It's very rare, but we do do some good on this show. Uh, D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway is actually in North Carolina with the Independence Fund this weekend with Mr. Tim Kennedy uh, helping out some veterans over the weekend, and he had to fly out early this morning. Again, occasionally, we do some good things on this show. So if you're out in North Carolina, uh, you can join the boys this weekend. Uh, hit him up on Instagram. He'll be with uh, Tim Kennedy, Sarah Verardo, and, uh, and all the lovely people over at the Independence Fund. Now, that is an amazing uh, organization and event. What we did last night here on YouTube was not. Man, we hit the basement last night. <laughs> we hit the bottom of the barrel last night. We did a secret show last night on YouTube. Uh, we, we sent it out to the people on, on Patreon and said, hey, we're going live at 8 o'clock. Jared's company, uh, Snake Farm Co., made some personalized Drinking Bros skateboards. Now, we only made 100 of these. Beautiful skateboards, by the way. I mean, the craftsmanship on these is amazing. Uh, and the price was $69.69, obviously, because we're fucking dirt bags. And uh, we blew through all 154 minutes last night live on air in what could quite possibly be the worst show in YouTube history as far as just blatant racism, uh, sexism, Panda Express showed up, weren't happy that they didn't have any sauces with them. Dry goon. Dry rangoon, dry egg rolls, Jared deep-throated an entire egg roll live on air now i know there's been some screenshots circulating this morning got a bunch of dms of like hey where can i find that show you can't (laughs) we deleted it deleted the video there is no audio there's no trace of that show except for a screenshot if you were watching last night or subscribe to drinking bros podcast on youtube congratulations you saw what you saw for 54 minutes it was extremely out of control and it's disappeared into the ether and will never be seen again. Joel was with us last night, and his first words to me when I walked off set were, uh, Ross, you sure you want to delete this? I said, you couldn't delete it fast enough, my man. Uh, go ahead and kill this thing forever. But we enjoyed it. It was, it was an absolute blast. Jesse popped in. She was great. And uh, Jared was here. Black Kevin was here. Shout out to those guys. It was awesome. And if you got to see it, you got to see it. If not. 
You'll never see it again. I think we're going to do another one around Christmas time this year just to see what happens. Wait, are we doubling it up? The Christmas episode and a snake farm show? I think uh, we're going to do collab? something different. And we're going to do something different here. I think we're going to do some t-shirts. I was talking to Jared last night just for a charity for Christmas. Um, but the the charity is uh, Children Against AIDS. I know there's a lot of children out there who are for AIDS. We're trying to support the children who are against AIDS at this point. And there's a lot of them out there, but it's, they're not getting a lot of press. And they're the real heroes, to be honest. They sure are. And, and, I, and I figure we need to give them a, a, a pretty decent platform. So we might make some uh, Children Against AIDS t-shirts and, uh, and donate the money to charity or something. Nice. Because it's definitely not going to us, okay? But this was just a fun thing we did last night. The boards turned out beautiful. Uh, they put the hard AF seltzer cans on there, and uh, and you got the three of us on a nuclear bomb heading into the fucking grounds. Uh, but shout out to everybody who uh, who bought the skateboards and tuned in last night. We greatly appreciate it. Because uh, let's face it, you weren't watching the GOP debate, all right? Man, what a fucking train wreck. What happens when you don't have the candidates who's already won for your side of the party in the debates. Well, it's just a bunch of people talking on TV. They might as well have all been on a fucking podcast last night. Uh, former Governor Chris Christie had a canned line to lead it off, and uh, you knew it was going to go downhill after that. Bob, if you could bring up Chris Christie's Donald Duck line from last night's show. My God, man. Uh, I... When you ever, whenever you see something like this in real life and you wonder to yourself, did they write that themselves or did they have any help on something like that? No, this was definitely all Chris Christie, just cheesy as fuck as always last night. And then it all went downhill from after that. Bob, go ahead and play this clip. And Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look in that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. All right. Okay. Okay. My God, man. Chris Tubbers, Jumbo Shrimp, whatever you want to call him, man. There's no way you thought that was going to land. You can't lead off a TV show with a joke that horrific, inspect everybody to be on your side and be like, yes, we're here. We did it. Holy shit. Uh, at this point, look, I said this about the first uh, GOP debates, that it felt like an audition for uh, a cabinet position or who was going to be VP. We've gone past that now. And I think with a debate last night, you're only hurting your chances uh, to get in a potential cabinet or a, or a VP pick at this point. This is a, it's terrible. This is a joke, I would say, to annoy you live on air to cut you off. Yeah. I, and look, <laughs> it's, it's only going to get worse as this goes along. I don't know what the ratings are for this shit show from last night yet. Um, that'll pop up probably around the 5 p.m. Uh, area today. But I have to imagine they were low. I didn't even know it was on until somebody texted me later and said, oh, hey, do you remember the second? I was like, oh, shit, they're still doing that? I didn't think there was a, a, a reason for it at this point. Um, but for whatever 
reason these guys had to to get up there last night. They did it, and it was horrific across the board. I think we're at a point now with the GOP uh, debates and the rest of the candidates of how much money are you willing to waste? How much uh, taxpayer money? How many you know donors or or super PACs or PACs and all that stuff? How much money are you willing to waste on this delusion that you're going to somehow surpass a 50-point lead by Donald Trump? Uh, I don't really understand what's happening. I mean, I guess, you know, Fox is going to give you free airtime, take it. But they were all arguing and screaming against each other. And, you know, the elephant that was not in the room was Donald Trump. And he's still sucking up all the media and all the attention. None of them could stop talking about him last night because he wasn't there. Now, even left-leaning media has said there's no reason at this point. And there isn't. When you have a 50-point lead like this, why would you show up at something like that? I mean, imagine if he was there and he had to hear that line to open up the night and then people attacking him all night. It would have been even worse than this shit show already was. Um, and to me, there wasn't really a winner last night. I know Drudge Report and those guys are really pushing for uh, uh, Nikki Haley uh, for some reason. I don't know why there's been an uptick on her side there, but they're all kind of done. Chris Christie was never in this race to begin with. Um, I think he's, what, lost twice already to presidential elections uh, that he's trying to get into, and then he's gotten bounced out of those. Uh, Ron DeSantis, look, I love what you're doing out of Florida. I love Florida. I love going down to Florida. It's great. It's beautiful. I've said it a million times on the show. The cities are getting better and all that other stuff. Just unlikable on camera. And I know he's still got a bunch of money coming in and donors and stuff like that. But at one point, are they going to cut this off? We're in September 28th right now. Uh, elections should be full swing. Everybody's getting ready, excited. There's a bunch of candidates. There isn't. We know who both candidates are on both sides at this point. Can we just stop wasting money and time on all this shit? Uh, I would play more clips from last night, but it's not worth it. Uh, nobody really said anything. Uh, the Vivek guy is interesting, um, and maybe that could be a, a potential candidate down the line. I don't know what happens to the rest of these guys. Um, there's still a dude from like North Dakota who's in this goddamn thing, and I don't even know his name. I think it's Doug. Is the guy's name Doug? Oh, can you look that up? Uh, and if it's not, that'll tell you how much we know about these fucking people. Why do we there. care about anyone from North Dakota? I don't really give. I mean, look, I, the governor's there. You got the hot one in South Dakota who's going through the uh, the shit right now. Uh, with the affair with with Corey Lewandowski and all that stuff. If the hot one was there, sure, I'd care. I, I'd probably care a lot, but she's not there. Um, what's the guy's name, Bob? Uh, Doug. It is Doug. That? Yeah, Doug Shit. Bergham. Doug, oh, Bergham. I don't. I didn't know his last name. Is it Bergham or Berger? Um. Um. Okay. Great. Great. Sorry, Doug. Sorry, I fucked that up. Uh, also, sorry that uh, you're invisible as a candidate. Can we just move the fuck on from this at this point? It's starting to get embarrassing, and you're sinking the, the, the party with this stupid shit. Um, just cancel the rest of these. I don't know how many is on the, the schedule. How many debates are left there? There's usually three to five or something like that throughout the primaries, but I, I, with everything that's going on, is there even a need for it at this point? Uh, look up how many debates there are. So there was uh, August 23rd, September 27th, uh, the next one will be November eighth, and that is that it. That's the only listed one. Oh, thank God, thank God. So there's one more of these fucking things in five weeks. 
it's not like Trump is magically going to show up at that one either after how bad this one is. So let's just move on with our lives. Try not to embarrass the party anymore. Jesus Christ. What a shit show this has become. Speaking of shit shows, next up, we got Donald Trump versus the state of New York and Zillow over here. Uh, The Trump organization is trying to determine uh, the sweep of Tuesday's ruling that Donald Trump is liable for fraud and what it means for the future of the former president's namesake businesses in the state of New York. His attorneys say at a pretrial hearing Wednesday, Trump's attorneys said they didn't know which part of the company the ruling applied to, and we're starting to work out uh, what may need to be dissolved to comply with the judge's surprise decision. Uh, officials from New York Attorney General Letitia James' office uh, said they needed some more time to go through the order. The fraud case, and I'm going to use uh, air quotes on that, uh, changed significantly since yesterday. Uh, New York Judge Arthur uh, Engeron said in a court ruling on Wednesday, referring to his stunning ruling, where he found Trump and his adult sons liable for fraud and canceled the Trump's organization's business certification. Uh, addressing the uncertainty from Trump on when the court-appointed manager, known as the receiver, would oversee the dissolution of Trump's corporate entities, uh, the judge extended the timeline to 30 days to come up with a plan for the receivership. Uh, up from the original 10. Now, the trial, despite uh, Tuesday's ruling, which addressed part of uh, Letitia James's claims, will still proceed on Monday as scheduled, the judge said. Uh, the judge in question should probably be disbarred for this, uh, in all honesty, uh, as should this AG. Uh, if you haven't heard, the judge, <laughs> who apparently moonlights as a fucking appraiser, suggested that the Trump org inflated the value of Mar-a-Lago, suggesting that the property was only worth 18 to $27 million. To that I say, in what fucking world? You can just go to Zillow here and look up the average price in Mar-a-Lago. I think a lot, Bob, is going for $40 million for an empty lot there, right? Uh, no, it's kind of bullshit. Like, I was looking at this yesterday. It's kind of weird. So, like, I'm on Zillow right now if you want to show the screen here. Yeah. Um, there's the $40 million one that people were referencing. This is what it's listed as, but um, no fucking way. Uh, because it... Where's the graph? So here you go. So it's listed at $40 million. Uh-huh. Um, in January of 2023, this home was valued at $19 million, and it was tax assessed for $6 million and change, I want to say. So I don't know why there's a 40 on it. It's the same thing with this $19 million house up here. By the way, this is, no, this is not a comment on the Mar-a-Lago. That's insane, saying it's worth $18 million. It's yeah, fucking it's crazy. Nuts. But that all the Zillow houses around here are like weirdly inflated. Here's the graph on this one. Mm-hmm. That was for $19 million. In 2020, it was $5 million. Right. And its last tax assessment was $2.9 million. Yeah, this so, looks exactly the same as Austin, though. The, 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 so, yes. Yeah, so, the odd thing about this, um, Florida's real estate prices, by the way, have been on fire throughout this entire process. Um, working with some guys out of Florida now, obviously, Hard AF Seltzer is down there everywhere. And uh, just going through the neighborhoods and all that stuff, again, because every time I go back to Florida, I'm like, man, should we move here? This is super nice down here. This is all spiked after the interest that, rates. That's what I'm up, saying. So yeah. This is the, like the, I, the, the housing market keeps going up, and I'm dealing with these CPAs here. 
uh, on a, a thing for the seltzer company. And I was like, hey, man, are these housing prices real? Because they just keep going up through the roof here. Whereas they have stalled in Austin. Austin has been very, very difficult here for the last year. Oh, they finally went down. Yeah, dude. And, and uh, look, the, the tech companies and people working from home and the layoffs with Google and Facebook and all that stuff, it, it appears, has finally caught up with everybody. But uh, not the case in Florida. It just keeps going up and up and up. And every time I go there, it's insane. Uh, and even when I asked him, I said, is this true with your house? And he said, yes, my house is through the roof and it's great. I love all the things. I hope DeSantis loses and I hope he's our governor forever. And I was like, great. Now, Forbes listed Trump's property last year, uh, last summer, at around $350 million. This summer, I think it was up to like $414 million. And the reason being is because uh, it's a hotel. There's a bunch of tourism and all that other stuff. It's the most de- one of the most desired locations over there. I don't know how you arrive at 18 to $27 million if you're this judge. Um, that's one. Two, whenever you buy a house, whoever's bought a house out there in the world, uh, usually when you sit down to do these loans, uh, you sit there and you say, all right, great. What do you do for a living? Can we see your bank accounts? Can we see all your stuff? What's your projected earnings and all that other stuff? Is it possible, is it possible to inflate it? Sure. Like you could say you're making more then you're worth, I guess, but they're also checking your bank accounts on this, and you usually have to turn in all your statements. It is a painstaking process to get a fucking house. Anybody who posts that they bought a house in Drinking Bros, uh, main group on Facebook, I always say congratulations or cheers or whatever. It's a goddamn nightmare. Um, and you feel like you, you barely just crossed the finish line. You're out of breath at, the, at a marathon getting in that house, and it almost sucks the joy right out of you. Uh, going through that entire process. Why? Uh, first of all, like I said, they go through all your bank statements and everything else. Secondly, there's a, an independent appraiser that comes to the property that says, all right, your loan officer is saying this house is worth X. Uh, the, the seller of the house is saying this is worth X. It needs to match that number or we're not going to approve you for this loan. So in, let's take Texas, for example, because they just bought a house uh, about a year and a half ago here. If that number didn't match up between what the bank said and what the seller said, I have to pay the extra in it. Um, one would imagine, no matter how many bank statements uh, or interviews for the loan or whatever you go through for this down in Mar-a-Lago, uh, one couldn't inflate it. Yeah. Just an extra fucking $400 million here. I don't know how he got this number of 18 to $27 million. Um, And again, that's why we're laughing about uh, if this guy moonlights as a fucking appraiser. If, if so, come, come down here. Come to Texas. Come to Florida. Jesus Christ, man. This is unbelievably low. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. posted on his Twitter feed last night, if this is worth $18 million, give me 10 more lots down here in Mar-a-Lago for that price. Now. The weird thing to me is I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't think that I've ever seen a trial where a judge can just rule on something like this without a jury and also make the determination of how much a property is worth. Now, even if you're just going off the Forbes listing from last year and not the estimate from this year, Forbes had it at 350. Do you want to call the editor-in-chief in on this trial and, and sit him up on the stand and say, hey, where did you guys come up with this number? And how did you get to 18 to $27 million? I'm not real sure on that. Uh, that's first off. Second off, let's say they do shut down the Trump org and all their businesses in New York, all the hotels, all the high-rises, all that other stuff. Guess who's paying a bulk of the New York City taxes there? It's Trump. It's Trump org. 
All these fucking people are paying taxes down there. You know who needs the most amount of taxes right now besides California? Well, it's New York City, friends. Uh, In case you haven't noticed, they're going through the migrants' uh, fucking debacle up there. Now, they're even coming down to the border here. Governor Greg Abbott was up in New York today, which is shocking. I didn't know there was a Republican meeting up there. Uh, Wheelchair flew up on on a jet. He is in New York currently and was seen praising the New York mayor and the governor of New York, Hockle, up there. I guess they have uh, deployed people to the border, dropping off leaflets saying, please do not come to New York City. We do not have jobs for you. We do not have housing for you. You are not welcome. And it appears as if they're kind of working together to bash Biden. Now, the reason I bring this up, New York needs this tax money bad. Really, really fucking bad. Uh, The immigrants up there are currently driving it up an extra $17 billion a year for taxpayers in that city. I'm not sure how much they can handle. Now, if you're going to take all Trump's businesses away on top of it, the property taxes and everything else for these buildings, I don't know who's paying for it. You're going to miss out on a shit ton of taxes up there. This is only going to hurt your city further. And I'm not really sure who's making these decisions here because even this. I mean, it really isn't going to hurt Trump. One, two, I think there is a lawsuit against the judge himself for making these claims and how one person is able to decide property values seems beyond the scope of what a judge would actually and can actually do in a case like this. So it's interesting to see how this all shakes out. Uh, I don't know the real answer here, but uh, if you're just looking at the numbers here, Let's just take the golf course and the club down at Mar-a-Lago. Forget the hotel and everything else. Just the golf course and the club, uh, as of last year, is generating $20 million in revenue, uh, meaning that property value, if you're just taking that property alone, is worth $100 million, let alone what's in the hotel and everything else. This is madness at this point, but yeah, you just went through another one with E. Jean Carroll and the rape trial where there was no evidence. She just got up there, said you defamed her. Uh, by saying she wasn't hot enough and everything else, boom, ruling, sorry, $10 million, boom, this ruling. They're asking for $250 million on this, and I'm not sure how. Uh, Again, if you're rolling into business meetings and saying what you're saying, there's always an independent appraiser that goes back down there to check it. Otherwise, you don't get the money, friend. That's how it works out. So I'm sure those guys will be called to the stand. Uh, Whether Trump himself will have to show up for any of this, I'm not really sure here. Uh, but again, with the debates last night and you have the primary winner, it seems like election interference at this point, all these trial dates have been set up magically on the date of these debates as well. Uh, the next one I believe is scheduled for the, the Tuesday afters or the, the day after super Tuesday next year. So who fucking knows at this point, uh, if you want my honest opinion, I think the Supreme court is going to have to step in at some point and, uh, and make a ruling on this. Um, because you've gone past the scope of, of retardation at this point. I mean, you're just completely fucking out there, uh, (laughs) picking out fucking numbers out of the sky of how much somebody's property is worth. Wow, dude. Again, pop pop on down. Like, like Donald Trump Jr. Just pop on down to Texas and, and, and do some of those. Uh, we got our first sponsor up next, our title sponsor. That's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. These are the guys that help put this shit wagon on the air every single day. Bob, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. I got a call that said they had a brand new mattress that vibrates um, from head to toe, and it's inside the mattress itself. 
which I don't believe I've ever heard of in my life. And they said uh, the pre-order is available now. You have my attention, Ross. Yeah, they got my attention as well over there. Uh, and then and it came with a little video on there. Is it on the on the website, Bobby? Uh, you can pop it up on screen. Yeah, actually, they got on, the new they got the new mattresses for the RVs up there. I don't know if it's on our page. It might just be on the home page. On the home page itself. Yeah, yeah. Here, new mattresses. Ooh, let's see. Classic RV ghost bed massage. I that's assume. it. That's it. That's the one. What Boom. does it do there? This is all brand new. Holy shit! This is dope, dude. Built-in massage layer, wireless remote. That. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah. So you can go up and down. You can put a remote in that bitch. It's kind of like those those chairs at Urban Air, the out or the uh, the airport, where you could just sit in a, a giant massage chair. Imagine if that's your bed, dude. Man, I'm all in. Ghost bed. Congratulations. Uh, they're taking pre-orders on that now. They also got forty percent off the bundle package over there, which is the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. The split king is the most popular version over there. It comes with two remote controls instead of one, but all the fun over there. Now, if you're already saying to yourself, oh, look, I got the adjustable base, Russ. I'm all good. I just want the mattress. Maybe you just want the vibrating mattress by itself uh, or some sheets or pillows or that RV mattress or a weighted blanket. Pop in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout for 30% off everything in the entire store. And when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And no matter what you put in that cart, including those deals, they're forced to stretch it out over three years. Maybe today's the day you get a brand-new bedroom set for you and your loved one. Man or woman, I'm not judging. I don't give a fuck. I don't kink shame over here. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly riots. Uh, After a day of looting, it wasn't good enough, and they went back last night. Uh, Looting in Philadelphia resulted in over 50 arrests and damage at stores in multiple neighborhoods, and a few more stores uh, were damaged last night and uh, into Thursday morning as Philadelphia police said there were eight looting incidents reported overnight. Uh, that number includes a fine wine and a good spirits liquor store in Lawndale. I don't know where Lawndale is. Uh, how far is outside of, outside of the city of uh, Philadelphia? Is it close? Not far? Pretty close. Pretty close? Okay. Uh, so you got that. You got a, uh, a nightclub, which is fun. Not really a need to loot a nightclub, I guess, unless you're just trying to get more liquor over there. And uh, Nat's Beauty Supply in Mayfair. Uh, where this one was odd because it was all women who showed up uh, breaking through the glass in the front door and taking items including hair extensions, weaves, and wigs. One of the women was wielding a tire iron and smashed through the window to grab a fistful of weaves and wigs. Owner Claudia Silmius uh, opened the store just six months ago and is devastated. She had just restocked the shelves before thousands of dollars worth of merchandise was taken overnight. Uh, She says, it's just me doing everything. I don't know what to think. I don't know who to call. It's all just a lot right now. Everything is still missing. I don't see where or how I'm going to get any help. And I still have to to be open because I need money and I need money to fix whatever's broken. Right now, I feel sad, heartbroken. I feel like I was doing all of this hard work in vain. 
uh, and that's just how I feel right now. Uh, now, we got some fun, flirty videos from Philadelphia here that were streams because, God forbid, you don't stream every single second of what you do while you're rioting and looting. Uh, the first one up here, Bob, is a, is a woman named Meatball on TikTok who's got around 400,000 followers. Uh, go ahead and show this one as they're, they're looting the liquor store. Okay, Bob, you can pause this one here. Uh, the fun thing about her statements of everyone must eat, it's outside a liquor store. So unless they're making jello shots or anything else that's edible liquor-wise, there's really nothing to eat at a liquor store. I think everyone must drink might have been a better statement to scream out into camera or just not making that statement at all. So Meatball, who was having a blast at the riots uh, and a real fun time, didn't appear to be having a fun time when she was arrested this morning. Bob, if you can go to Google and pull up Meatball's mugshot there, it appears as if she's been crying a lot as she is now facing six felonies. Uh, there we go. Oh, meatball. Meatball. Come on. You were so happy last night. Everybody's got to eat. Now you're crying in your mug shot. God damn it, meatball. Why? Why? Why, meatball? Now, meatball, again, has been charged with six felonies and is still in jail on a $25,000 bond. Apparently, Meatball and her 400,000 TikTok followers don't have enough money to make that bond, so she's still in there right now. And uh, shout out to Philly PD, dude. We'll show in this next video here. They actually came out and tried to do shit about this. Uh, Bob, I believe this is outside the Lululemon. Go ahead and play that video there. It was all fun and games until Philly PD starts punching people in the face. Over 100 arrests have been made, and they got another 100 overnight. Police are reviewing all the video footage here, and they're trying to round people up and get them in jail over all of this. Look, this is the first time uh, I think this has happened during some riots and looting that they actually went after it. Uh, the, the police chief there in Philly came out during a press conference and said it makes him sick to his stomach, and this isn't the city he wants to live in, and it's certainly not the city he signed up to uh, protect and serve over there in Philly. Um, look, this is happening in, in more and more major cities. I probably don't have to tell you uh, what type of politics are in these cities, 
but this happened a day after nine targets were shut down as well in major cities. If you're rioting and looting all of these major cities, what they're going to do is just shut down the stores. Uh, they're not going to be available to go in anymore. Now, on top of that, the liquor store that got looted last night, uh, Philadelphia has just announced they're going to be shutting down nine liquor stores in the area uh, for the foreseeable future. So even if you are partying for the Eagles game this weekend, you're not even going to be able to booze for it, friends. So what happens after this? What happens after you loot and riot and rob and destroy every store in a major city? Well, they get shut down. Well, then what? Well, then you got to find another place to steal, so that crime's going to head out to the suburbs. Um, And then the suburbs will become a shithole as well, and the cycle will just rinse, wash, and repeat for all of these fucking cities until this becomes a dystopian nightmare that we all live in called America unless something is done. Now, look, the police did come out last night, and they tried. Uh, Los Angeles has completely given up on this. San Francisco police have completely given up on this, and not that I blame them. I mean, when you've got two to 300 people there just showing up in the middle of the night, it's hard, man, to, to have a plan of attack when you're looting eight to 12 different stores at the same time. Now, the police did go on to say that this was all coordinated. They also released footage of where to meet, uh, where the cars met up, and what stores they were specifically going to target here to go after and uh, apparently it was a not so dirty little secret on social media i don't follow any riots or looting uh, accounts on twitter so i wouldn't know where to go but uh, the footage that the police uh, chief showed certainly made it seem like it definitely was coordinated a couple hours in advance and there was cars and a plan of attack for all of this uh, now the stores that they looted here we'll start with apple I'm not a big tech guy here, but one would imagine the last thing you would want to steal is an iPhone. Uh, Bob, you can show the footage of that there. The geo-tracking devices on these goddamn things is pretty intense. One would imagine if you got one of these things home, they would know where you were, right? I mean, that's just my guess here. Uh, Along with Apple, uh, they hit a Foot Locker, the Lululemon, which we showed. There's the Apple Store. Free iPhones. Free iPhones. Yeah, even the security guard left the store at the iPhone. I don't blame him either. Get the fuck out of there, bro. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. It ain't worth dying over a fucking iPhone. I don't, don't blame the security guard in this one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get out of there. But every show we do, this goddamn thing's usually next to the desk in case one of the kids call or get sick and we have to leave or whatever it is, and it's in case of an emergency here. Everything I say is tracked on this phone, let alone the geotargeting and all that other shit. I'm sure they're going to round these people up, and that, that info I think Tim Cook is actually going to give up and say, all right, cool, man. You want to steal my shit, dog? No, no, no. No. I'll tell you exactly where they're at right now. They're sitting on their couch drinking a bottle of Henny in, uh, in Philly, and here's the fucking address. Have fun with these guys. Uh, the other stores that were included in the looting were Foot Locker, Aldi, which is a grocery store, uh, Rite Aid, which th- this one makes me sad. Looting a Rite Aid. I get it. I want the drugs there, too. But the problem is there's a lot of old people and senior citizens who depend on those drugs to loot the fucking Rite Aid, dude, and try to reroute medication and all that other stuff. God damn, man. Uh, GameStop, which I was unaware was still open. 
congratulations to GameStop, but uh, at least when they go to the insurance company and, and say, hey, we got to shut this whole company down, they can say, well, we got looted. AutoZone, which is interesting. In a big city like that, you still need an AutoZone. Not a lot of drive in Philly. Not a lot of drive in there in the old city. No, there is. Is there? It's not like New York. Well, every time we've stayed there, and I've, I've said this on the show, we've, uh, Dan and I have done probably five or six trips there in the last five years. Uh, we used to do Army-Navy every year there. Uh, loved it. Beautiful. But we, we never needed a car. We could just kind of walk to everything or take an Uber. Yeah. And that's what I enjoyed about but, it. But, I mean, if you live in the city, New York makes so much more sense to not have a car. Philly, everybody I know that lives in like downtown, Center City, they all have cars. Really? Yeah. Philly reminded me a lot of New York. I enjoyed walking from place to place and all that stuff. I actually li- I, I liked Philly. Um, I said this on the show a million times in the past. I was like, dude, I was shocked how nice Philly was. Now it's not nice anymore. Uh, T-Mobile was also looted. Walgreens, Family Dollar, uh, as well as the liquor stores that I mentioned there in the hair salon. Uh, no justice, no peace, but I'm definitely going to need my extensions. And I'm going to need those for free. If you, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll bring my own crowbar. I'll help myself in. Uh, it sucks to see this, man. It, it seems like it's happening on a weekly basis. For those of you guys who watch the show on a, on a weekly basis, I feel like we're showing these videos now from different major cities here uh, every fucking week. I don't know when it's going to end or how to stop it either. Um, the only thing you can actually do is uh, pass policies that are tough on crime. Nobody seemed to want to do that anymore. But there was a point having lived in all these cities where it was great. New York was great. Los Angeles was getting better. San Francisco used to be the most beautiful city there was. Love going to San Francisco. I love going to Philadelphia. It sucks that all this is happening. Seattle and Portland, I can't speak on. Um, I've not been there, so I'll I'll leave it up to you guys. Whoever has been to those cities, feel free to drop your your thoughts and feelings uh, on those in the chat. I enjoy Portland. That's what I heard, dude. I heard Seattle was used to be cool at one point. Portland has good food, good beer. Yeah. That's what I heard, man. Uh, obviously, the show Portlandia made it look fun and flirty, you know? If you were just looking to snuggle up in a shawl throughout most of the year, drink some craft beer, and go to the local library. But I don't think you're going to be able to do that anymore. Uh, so, it's a shame, man. I hate showing these fucking videos. I hate watching these fucking videos. I, and look, and this even goes for my hometown, Atlanta. Atlanta fucking sucks, dude. Um, I'm from there. Uh, downtown Atlanta sucks so fucking bad and was so shitty that they moved the stadium clean out of there and got it out into the suburbs. It was just too dangerous to go down to the ballpark anymore, uh, which is nuts to say here. Uh, next up, sponsor-wise, we got MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will more than double that first deposit all the way up to 110%. Let's go. Put in a grand, you get 1100 back. NFL is on tonight. Now, look, we've been doing these MyBookie ads on, uh, on every fake news. I'm 7-0-1. I had one push. It was Philly. I didn't even blame Philly in that game. They were up by so much, they just didn't care at the end of it. Uh, but I'm 7-0-1 on these fake news shows. Tonight is the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. That's a fun game. Looking forward to it. Spread is minus two for the Detroit Lions. I'm all in on the Lions tonight. I like the Lions. I believe in the Lions. Uh, put that, bo- that bet up in Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It's a private group. That way you can see all the betting slips of my actual bets from mybookie.com in there. I posted that earlier this morning. Packers fans came after me. Uh, apparently, Detroit hasn't won in Green Bay, Bob, in 
like a hundred years or something crazy. And they I were mean, like, I'm fucking sure they have it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, dude, I don't think it's happening tonight. Um, was it last year though that Detroit's knocked Green Bay out of it? Was that not at Lambeau Field or was that somewhere else last year? I don't remember. I think they probably beat them in Detroit. I think I do remember them winning late in the season and, and knocking Green Bay out. Right. I think I think that's what it was, or maybe they were playing in another stadium or something like that. Either way, uh, Packers fans were coming after me in the in the the chat over there and saying not a fucking prayer tonight. Look. It's not your granddad's Detroit Lions anymore. Uh, I like this team. They're fun to watch. And, uh, and I got, put, I put 300 on it. Put 300 on it. Put a little uh, 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 green on it. $300 on the Lions thing. Let's see what happens. 7-0-1. I'm sure I'll lose eventually. But uh, Detroit's minus two. And uh, let's go Lions, dude. Let's get, let's get excited in Detroit again. You got some big games up there. I pitched you guys to go to the playoffs preseason. So head on over to mybookie.com, enter that promo code Drinking Bros to more than double that deposit up to 110% over there. Get off the couch, get into the action today at mybookie.com. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Don't forget to use that promo code Drinking Bros, though. To more than double that deposit. Next up, the Biden investigation is currently going on. Uh, as of right now, the impeachment inquiries are still going on on the uh, congressional floor. The federal investigation into President Joe Biden's handling of classified documents prior to becoming president has grown into a sprawling examination of Obama-era security protocols and internal White House uh, processes, with investigators so far interviewing scores of witnesses including Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, uh, sources familiar with the uh, investigation, told ABC News, federal prosecutors and FBI agents from Special Counsel Robert Herr's office have been interviewing witnesses for nearly nine months, targeting an expansive constellation of former aides from high-level advisors to executive assistants and at least one White House attorney. Now, several sources have estimated that as many as 100 witnesses have already been interviewed, with interviews conducted as recently as last week, and some witnesses asked to return for follow-up interviews. Uh, I forget the senator or the uh, congressman who spoke first this morning in these uh, Biden impeachment hearings and all this other stuff. He started off his speech, uh, you know, they each get five minutes of time or whatever it is, saying this was a gigantic waste of time and the evidence isn't there and all this other shit and blah, blah, blah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Holmes. I think it's all a gigantic waste of time. However, exactly what I said would happen when you did it to Trump the first time. Now, I didn't hear you saying that when you decided to, to put an impeachment inquiry against Donald Trump the first time or the second time after he was out of office. Um, I didn't hear you saying any of that. And like I said back then, years ago, as soon as this happened, I said, this is going to be a vicious cycle where every single president now is going to have to go through this. I don't personally give a fuck that Biden took documents. I don't even give a fuck about Hunter Biden, to be honest with you. I want to party with him. I think it's hilarious. And I think in, in other times, before Trump, we would have all celebrated this and would have had a good, hearty chuckle out of it. Now, it's just a colossal waste of taxpayer money uh, and time and accusations and all this other fucking bullshit. And this will go to the top of the show with the Trump org. Why are we doing any of this? Why are we wasting any of this time? Put the money and the resources down at the border. Put them in these fucking major cities where people are losing their businesses. Put the money there. Why are we wasting on, on all of this shit? Every president uh, that is still alive has taken documents, including Obama, including Bush, for that matter, 
for whatever reason, who knows what's in the goddamn documents, and maybe they wanted a, a, a keepsake. I don't really give a shit. Uh, I certainly don't give a shit what an 82-year-old man in Biden is doing with him out in the, the locked-up garage. It's super safe. It's where my Corvette is, man. I don't give a shit. I just wish you didn't give a shit about Trump or any of the other stupid shit. Austin didn't like the impeachment inquiry against uh, Clinton, for Christ's sake. Country was rolling at the time. I don't give a shit that he was getting his dick sucked. Matter of fact, that might have been why the country was doing so goddamn well, is because he was getting his dick sucked on the reg. Let's face it, Hillary wasn't sucking that dick, but the country was doing well. All of this, man, all of it, the money to Ukraine, the money for all this stupid shit, let's start putting it back into our own country. I don't care about any of it. And it's just grandstanding on both sides about what the other one did and vice versa. Republicans, Democrats, and all this other shit. Who fucking cares at this point? I mean, what's going to happen at the end of it, right? Now, my prediction is, and I'm going to stand by this, I think Biden is going to step down right around the holidays. Uh, it's going to be over Christmas time. News is always super, super slow. Celebrities usually uh, post their divorces right there, usually between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, because everybody's got a good feeling, a warm feeling from all their Christmas gifts. And then everybody's got New Year's party plans that they're like, I don't really give a fuck. Who's getting divorced? Not my problem. Don't care. I think that's when he'll announce that he's going to step down. It'll be right before primaries. They can put their candidate in there that they want. More than likely, Gavin Newsom. That's what I bet on, at least, on mybookie.com about six months ago. Uh, and then we can move on with that and go with him and Trump. But Biden, then, will be able to pardon himself Pardon his kid on the way out. And to be honest with you, I don't have a fucking problem with it. All of this is so goddamn stupid. I wish it wouldn't have happened when Trump was in office. I certainly don't give a shit that it's happening now. I just wish all of it was wiped, but it's too late. Genie's out of the bottle. So now every fucking president that goes inside the office is going to have to deal with this shit, and you're going to be under an impeachment for every single goddamn term for the remainder of the president of the United States, unless we do something about it. Uh, but let's face it, we're not. Everybody wants too much camera time, too much press time. They want that clip on Twitter. This guy was trending number one on Twitter. I forgot his name. Uh, look, I read it this morning, and then it's fucking boom. It's out the other ear uh, after that. But I watched this clip, and he was, you know, fake the, the passionate speech and all that other shit. Same thing Republicans are doing, same thing Democrats are doing. All of it's the goddamn same. And it's just to get a, a, a one little quick hitter of press, just one more click, man, so that way when you're running for re-election, the campaign, this upcoming campaign season that people will remember, you, oh yeah, weren't you the guy who stood up at the beginning of the impeachment in inquiry and said this was all just a waste of time? I like that guy. Let's fucking give him more money. Boo. It's all just a waste of goddamn time and money. Uh, but that's my prediction. I think he's out of there with this, uh, and this is just part of it, uh, and then he'll pardon Hunter on the way out. Uh, I think he will finish his term, by the way. I don't think he's going to step down and let Kamala uh, run the shit show that's going on down there. Too many problems at the border and everything else. And, uh, and I do think he is concerned about his legacy. If he even knows that he's got a legacy or knows he's alive at this point. I think Jill is, at least. I think Dr. Excuse me, Dr. Jill. Uh, Biden is, uh, is concerned with his legacy here at this point. So I think he will ride out this last year and then head off into whatever the Delaware sunset is in that Corvette, and just ride up to the beach, man. Have himself some ice cream. And you know what? He should. He's fucking 82 years old. If he wants to eat ice cream, let the goddamn man eat ice cream. That old bag of dicks. Uh, next up, CIA is building AI. This should be fun, huh? 
Nothing like the Central Intelligence Agency uh, launching an AI-powered tool similar to OpenAI's ChatGPT. God damn, this sounds like a nightmare. The AI program is set to be used by analysts to give them better access to open source intelligence and help their research, Bloomberg reported. The tool will be used across the 18-agency U.S. intelligence community, including those run by branches of the military, (laughs) per the report. Uh, We've gone from newspapers and radio to newspapers and television to newspapers and cable television to basic internet to big data, and it just keeps going and going. Randy Nixon, the director of the CIA's uh, Open Source Enterprise Division, told Bloomberg, we have to find the needles in the needle field. What? What the fuck are you talking about? What's a needle field, Bob? Can you look that up for me? Uh, Maybe I'm unfamiliar with that term or phrasing, but I don't believe I've ever heard it. I thought I thought the needles were in a haystack. Well, that's the, that's the point. That's the whole point. It's okay. like, but also, was that a jo- was it a joke? It's like uh, it's like a lo- it's actually literally a line in Saving Private Ryan where they got to go find Private Ryan. It's like it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack, and he's like, it's trying to find a needle in a stack of needles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Here's, one went that one so went way over my head. It's like a, it's even harder than finding a needle. Here's in a haystack. the whole thing, though: if they only have Chat GPT and they're not like years more advanced than that, then what are they doing? Not sure. And that's the scary part about this, right? Because you think of the CIA or the FBI, uh, and it's kind of like Inspector Gadget, where you imagine they got all this shit from the future, and they've been working on all this stuff. But I'm not so sure. Like, I, I, I think I gave the government and uh, the CIA and the FBI and all that other shit uh, too much credit, and I know, I'm not sure they have it. So they could be operating off these old systems. Shit, it could be like your fucking local DMV. Where it's just a goddamn shit show, and then you're standing up against a wall taking a, a weird wonky pick like this. I don't know what it is, but either way, it's scary as shit. They already have enough control and power over us uh, to pop in AI on top of it. Ain't going to be fun. And one would imagine, if you're trying to pick off uh, the best engineering software there is, uh, or, or coders, or whatever the fuck they are, uh, you could get anybody you wanted to with the money at the CIA. It seems like they have endless money over there. You could really ramp this shit up. Now, what is it going to be used for is the bigger question that I have. Uh, because is it overseas? You know, when this all started, it was, uh, you know, overseas terrorism and all this other stuff. I don't think so. I think it's probably going to be used against us uh, at this point. And... Um, it's all fucking dangerous, dude. Uh, would I love a candidate that gets in there and shuts all this shit down? I would. Is it going to happen? Probably not. Uh, but the tool will allow analysts to see the source of information and ask questions about what they are viewing, Nixon said. Uh, then you can take it to the next level woo, and start chatting and asking questions to the machines to give you answers, uh, he also noted. Isn't that what you can already do with chat GPT? Is, it, is that voice command now? Over there, do you have to type it in? I don't go there that much. I don't really have that much to type in to use over there at ChatGPT. I mean, there's just so many other AI apps and plugins that are so much better. Can you talk to them? Is that what it is? No, but I mean, you can just, if you want like statistical data for a shit ton of things that are like going off right now and trending on any type of Google search, you can do that through like Glimpse. Okay. Like it's pretty easy. A lot of like marketing companies use these. Yeah. Great. Great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Super stoked they're getting involved. And uh, I have a feeling, call me crazy, 
They'll be getting involved in your life pretty soon. Coming to a home near you, one would imagine, because that's what they needed was more fucking power for this shit. Next up, sponsor-wise, we got HelloFresh.com. Hello! HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 We're going to use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months there. Huge fan of these guys. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, skip trips to the grocery store. Inflation's still through the roof. Or you can just loot an Aldi, I guess, if you're in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, if, if it's shut down around you, though, I'd highly recommend HelloFresh. I think we'll all be ordering it soon with all the riots going on. That'd be the only food we can get shipped to our house pretty soon. It's from HelloFresh. It makes cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, what is it? HelloFresh is, uh, is fresh ingredients. I've had this for over four years. My wife cooks it on average about four to five nights a week. We get it for two. I got kids. They're still not eating like the, the good, fun stuff like pork chops and things like that. They're still in the mac and cheese dino nugget stage. However, for my wife and I, uh, we like a good home-cooked meal every single night. My wife, Jessie, makes these every night. There's over 40-plus recipes, 100-plus add-on items to choose from. And, uh, and it takes the inflation out of shopping. You're just getting it delivered to your house. Ours comes every Monday morning. It's got two uh, little brick ice, ice packs in it. Keeps it all fresh. And it's fresh vegetables, meats, whatever you want. So if you're on a, a keto diet or a vegan, I know there's some people out there who do that. Uh, or just want uh, a nice calorie count. They're, they have those meals available for you there where it uh, tells you how many calories and all this stuff. Be fit and wholesome, and it's family-friendly over there. And they got breakfasts, uh, quick lunches, fresh snacks. Just shop HelloFresh Market and add any of these tasty time-saving solutions to your weekly box. Now, this travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days over there. Huge fan of these guys. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 and use the code Bros 50 for 50% off, plus 15% off your next two months. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 Use the code Bros 50 for 50% off, plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Next up, Pentagon officials are working with Iran. That should be fun. The Pentagon is standing by a senior official identified in a Tuesday morning news report as a, a member of a vast Iranian influence network telling the Washington Free Beacon that the individual was properly vetted before being awarded a security clearance. Uh-huh. The report from Semaphore, based on emails from senior Iranian officials, detailed a vast communications network known as the Iran Experts Initiative linked to the hardline regime in Tehran. The network, the emails suggest, includes the Pentagon official uh, Arani Atayabebe. Not even close on that last name. Not even going to ask you to fact-check me on that fucking pronunciation either, friends, as well as other influential overseas academics who reported to Iran's foreign ministry and helped push Tehran's talking points with American policymakers. The existence of this network was outlined in a cache of Iranian uh, government documents reviewed by Semaphore. A Pentagon spokesman told the Free Beacon that 
Taya, Taya, uh, Taya, uh, was subjected to a full security screening before being hired. Dr. Ataya 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 Babai was thoroughly and properly vetted as a condition of her employment with the Department of Defense. The spokesman said, we are honored to have her serve here. Uh, the doctor who obtained a security clearance uh, for her Pentagon job and the two others affiliated with the influence campaign also served as aides to Biden administration's Iran envoy, uh, Robert Malley, who was suspended from his post earlier this year for allegedly mishandling classified information. Now, it is unclear whether Malley's suspension is related to his connection to the Iranian Influence Network documented or the semaphore reports. I'm sure this will all work out. I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, because if this guy says she's cool and I can vouch for her here after already getting busted for some other shady shit, I'm sure she's fine. Let her go. Matter of fact, have her bring some friends over, you know? Shit, send a plane over there. We already sent $7 billion in cash for some prisoners over there and a swap. Why not just bring some more people over here? Who fucking cares, man? Let's do it. You know what? Let's wait till 9-11 and do it again like we did this year. I think that would be a blast. What's the worst that could happen? Huh? Ah, we're all fucked. Next up. We got Weekend at Sheila's. It's a fun one. An Ohio woman who died during a routine surgery performed by a controversial doctor was allegedly propped up to make her look alive in an effort to fool her family into believing she had survived the procedure. A lawsuit claims. Bob, do we have a pic of this? I know there's a link here. Do we have we, a... I don't think we have a pic of, mm. like, that yeah, the, happening. The dead body popping up or... Are they weekend at Bernie's here? Do we have a picture of her? This is her. Mm. But I don't think we have a picture of the moment that they actually did that. They propped her up? Yeah. I'm surprised. Everybody's taking a photos were, yeah. and fun videos these days. Why not? I don't think they were like, yeah, look, take a picture of you. She's alive. Take your video. Here we go. Put a, pop it on in here. Uh, The family of Sheila Sue Trimble claims that the 65-year-old was in good health when she entered uh, Adena Health in Chillicothe, that's in Ohio, uh, for a heart catheterization on uh, August 18th. That procedure was pretty straightforward and routine, the suit claims. Uh, They allege that they were urged to turn off Trimble's life support despite hospital staff knowing that she had already died. Can I tell you, this is her doctor. And this looks like a fake doctor. Is that real? Yeah. This is why we call this fake news. I, like, if you, because sh- I, I saw it in the corner here in the monitor and camera one, I thought it was an actor. I thought it, it was like the pimple popper guy. It looks or like a, like a scammer. Like some, it looks like somebody fucking catch me if you canning. Like you know what I mean? Just like putting on a doctor's coat and being like, yeah, I'm here for surgery today. Like this guy, this guy is not a fucking doctor. There's no way. Holy shit, dude! Holy fucking shit! He looks like Doogie Hauser. Oh, what is he? Fucking twenty-two years old? Is he one of? He's in his forties. He just looks like really. He just looks like a bartender. But he looks like he's uh, he's got zits and he's going to the the varsity football game on a Friday night. He's definitely not on the team. He's going to watch from the stands here. Um, man, what a weird looking kid. The screen's small. He he's old. He is old. All right. He just looks like an old greasy bartender. Like he just looks like he put on a white coat and walked in. The hilarious thing is, leave this pick up, Bob. There's a bunch of Hugo Boss ads around this guy. This is the last guy who's wearing Hugo Boss here. 
Know your fucking audience, Hugo Boss. I think we're getting served, Hugo Boss, because the computers, computers here is talking about uh, Nazis oh, that's right. all the time. <laughs> you're, you're right. We brought up Hugo Boss in the Nazi suit so many times. It's going back to the people who robbed that iPhone store. What do you think? They're not going to find you? Shit. They found us talking about Nazi uniforms and Hugo Boss. Of course, they're going to fucking track you down here. Uh, now, records seen by a local newspaper, uh, the Scioto Valley Guardian, show Trimble died at 1 p.m. According to the suit, her death certificate records uh, indicate that her time of death was at 3.05 p.m., the same time the family was ushered in, it is alleged. Yikes. Uh, in Facebook posts, several members, I hate to laugh at this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry she's dead. I'm sorry, uh, Sheila. I'm sorry, poor Sheila, okay? That, that you've passed away here, and I'm, I'm sorry to the family. It's a very bizarre story. In Facebook posts, uh, several members say that Dr. Gerald Betts, Trimble's cardiologist, repeated the claim that he cut into an artery during the original surgery. Uh, Betts has previous, previously faced investigations into accusations that he is not properly credentialed to perform complicated and advanced heart procedures. <laughs> Come on, man. This is not a real story. There's no way there's a real, real fucking story in there. <laughs> Grab a scaffold, doc. Just cut open. A, just become a heart surgeon. It's pretty fucking easy, dude. Why not? Uh, Adina Management's, uh, now they're saying the claims here are false. It says, uh, man, I know my, I know damn well my sister died from her aorta being cut open by Dr. Betts, uh, wrote one of the family members, uh, talking to dailymail.com, a representative for Adina Health said they had no knowledge of any wrongdoing and called any reports on the matter patently false. Trimble's family members uh, shared the allegations of misconduct in mid-August on a Facebook account and shared details of the woman's death. A representative for the hospital told DailyMail.com these allegations are completely untrue and that the credentials of the doctor have been proven since the story broke. Can you find that, Bob? Is he a real heart surgeon? One would imagine it's just his name and then a heart surgeon, right? What, Jared Betts? Yeah, we had a doctor on yesterday, and as soon as I typed in her name, all, all her shit popped up pretty fucking easily. Uh, representative uh, additionally said that uh, Dr. Raymond and uh, Dr. Manos Cruz. Oh, my God. His fucking hospital picture is even worse. No. This guy is not a doctor. I told you. It looks like a child. Looks like a little tiny baby. He slings big dick pills. <sighs> he might sling a big dick. This is like a catch me if you can sitch, dude, except you don't actually go through with it. If you aren't a real doctor, you shouldn't be cutting open people's hearts and shit. My God, man. Look at this fucking guy. I just, you don't feel comfortable if this guy walks into the room and is like, I'm going to be operating on your heart today. You get I, the fuck out of there. I don't feel comfortable with him around children either. Like all of it. Uh, the whole thing seems suspect, but does it have his actual profession, what, he, what he's listed as on there? Yeah, dude. He's a. Uh, I know it says doctor there. It says MD, but does it say he's like a heart surgeon or. Is he licensed to do any of this shit? Uh, he is in the American College of Cardiology, the American Society of Echocardiography. Uh, he's had fellowships with cardiovascular medicine, uh, okay. Ohio State University, Wexner Medical Center. Ah, Wexner is one of the best hospitals in the country. I don't know if you can get into there. I, yeah, that'd be really tough to get into there. Uh, I know this was in Chillicothe and not Ohio State there, but that fucking place is impossible to get into. Eh, so maybe we'll find out. Um, I would look for this. Look, I would, I would look for a lawsuit either because if this wasn't true, 
the hospital will file a lawsuit against his family, uh, damaging the, the, the hospital and for defamation and all that other shit. Uh, or the family is going to just file a huge suit against the hospital. Either way, I wonder who controls the records for time of death. I don't have any friends that work at a morgue, uh, but I would love to ask them and how close it actually is. Um, because sometimes, you know, the body's been sitting there for a while. Wouldn't you just take a hard guess? Or is that against the law? I'm not sure how this works. Either way, weekend at Sheila's uh, looks like looks like it was kind of sad for the family over there. And I hate to, again hate to laugh about this, but what a fucking bizarre story over there! My God. Uh, hopefully, if they did find the body, the family members used some Manscaped on them from Manscaped.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to unleash. The beast within you. This summer, Manscaped's here to help you level up your game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. I'm not saying Sheila had a beard. I have no idea if she had a fucking beard. But shave her up and the other parts. Make her look nice if you're going to prop her up. Put her in the corner and kind of trick people. Uh, They're going past waist deep in the grooming game and diving headfirst into your facial hair fantasies. Beard Hedger is a game changer allowing you to shape your beard like a true beach babe. So this summer and fall... Let the beach balls bounce and turn heads all over the place. Visit manscaped.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off and free shipping. Now, what's what's in this thing, huh? What do we got here with the Beard Hedger Pro Kits? Well, we got one guard, and that's it. It's a cordless trimmer, rotary wheel. Uh, it's got 20 hair cutting lengths with all just one guard, so no many messy drawers, no more of those uh, add-ons that are all over your sink or everywhere else. Plus, it's waterproof. You use it in the shower. Shave your shit up, dude. Let it go down the shower drain, not the sink, brother. We all know you got a zing zing. Do that in the shower, not over the sink. Uh, the kit also comes with beard shampoo and conditioner, uh, beard oil, and a nice, sweet-smelling beard balm there that shapes, styles, and moisturizes and tames it for a sculpted look to attract any fellows or dames over there. And the Beard Pro Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, a comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't forget to use that promo code DRINKINGBROS. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 links. Next up, the cocaine plane. Oh man, this one's awesome. British Airways pilot admits to coke-fueled romp before trying to fly. Oh, Bob, we got another one that's a suspect here of, of what they actually do for a living. Pop up a picture of this guy. A British Air, uh, Airways pilot partied his face off in Africa before trying to hit the skies. There he is. Look at him. He's got braces, an adult with braces. You don't see that very often. Yeah, especially one that's blasting coke off titties. Was it off titties? I, I think shit, so, yeah. I lost my fucking I lost my drink on that one. Was it off titties? Damn, dude. Was, I haven't yeah. gotten down on the article yet. Uh so he was raging his face off in Africa before trying to hit the friendly skies less than twenty four hours later. But thankfully he was reported before that can happen, and he was also fired too. Mike Beaton. Come on, man. That's not a that's the real name, is it? Mike Beaton beating that dick on the plane 
Boy, this sounds like fake news again, but it's not. I got the fucking article here. Reportedly spilled the beans to a flight attendant's uh, friend of his a few weeks ago after a wild night in the town in Johannesburg. Uh, this during a brief grounded period he was enjoying before he was scheduled to fly again the following day. Now, in texts that were obtained by the Sun, Beaton purportedly bragged about a hot hookup he experienced with a Welsh woman, congratulations, uh, which was full of cocaine, booze, and sex. Uh, Beaton wrote, I've lost my shirt somewhere, and I had one of the local lads produce a plate with a few lines of coke. So there's a debate about whose chest is the best to do a bump off of. He also proudly boasted that he's been a very naughty boy. Do you have those text messages in this article, Bob? So they got screenshots of these. So these were all turned in as well. So this is a real story. Yeah, so Mike Beaton there it is. said it was very, very naughty, and then the emoji with the halo over it. Oh, like uh, a little I'm angel? Sorry, the, other, the other girl said, uh, chick said that, I guess. Tell me everything. I hope it's even naughtier than us. Right, get ready. So standard Joburg setup, bar, grill house, tiger's milk, get chatting with this young Spanish bird and this Welsh chick who's about... Uh, our age in the bar. Or I'm sorry. So this is this guy talking. He's yeah. texting the guy who turned it in. This is, so this is Mike. It's Sunday, so it's really not that busy, but music, dancing, a few more drinks at the bar. Yeah. Uh, these local lads who live in the compound, they take to they take a fancy to Welsh, and she's very drunk, so I'm keeping an eye on her. Obviously ends up being shots and whatnot with these two lads. Turns out they're absolute wasters, but not bad people. We all walk, stagger back up to the hotel bar for one last one before bed. Welsh and one of these guys is getting on very well, but she's told him that I'm her boyfriend. Couple of drinks drinks in the bar, bit of snogging, then we're all somehow on the way to this dude's flat. Welsh decided I should actually be her boyfriend. Spanish has hooked up with one of the two local lads and is having her tits sucked on the sofa. Shut the fuck up. We polished a bottle of vodka at this place now. Yes. Girls are dancing topless. I've lost my shirt somewhere, and one of the local lads produces a plate with a few lines of Coke. So then there's a debate about whose chest is the best to do a bump off. Not going to lie. I may have started with this with ulterior motives. There we go. Babe, that's wild. That's the story of how I ended up <laughs> snorting Coke off a of girl's tits in Joburg. <laughs> Now, crazy enough, Beaton uh, tried boarding his flight the next day and was attempting to fly back to London, but his friend ratted him out to one of their bosses and halted everything. Uh, Beaton was forced to stay in Johannesburg for at least an extra day as they did drug testing. (laughs) She reportedly failed. This is all real. Failed the drug testing at first. Now, once he was sober again, though, they shipped his ass back to the UK as a standard passenger. He was not allowed to fly or sit in the jump seat on that flight back, uh, and he got fired from British Airways shortly thereafter. British Airways tells us safety is always our top priority. The matter was referred to the uh, Civil Aviation Authority, and this individual no longer works for us. Uh, B.A. Brass was reportedly shocked by this behavior. I'm not. I mean, it sounds like he was having a fun time down in Jayburg. Uh, but last but not least, uh, this fellow is also apparently happily married, or he was, uh, until this story got out. Uh, so not only is uh, the piloting career uh, over, but his relationship probably isn't uh, doing that well back home either. TMZ reports here. When TMZ gets involved and you're an airline pilot, it's never good over there. Come on. You know better than this. now. Does it sound like a blast? Sure the fuck does. That's a long flight. Most of it is autopilot these days. One would imagine you don't have to do too much. 
Is a couple of toots off some prosties tits really going to affect that flight back? Eh, Hold on. He wasn't paying not. for it. Who wasn't paying for it? The, oh, the, they were just random girls? Yeah. Oh, shit. They weren't prostos. This, well, guy, this guy's got game. Even better. Yeah, I'll give him game. You think he pulled him off the flight then? Because that's, that's a power move in its own. No, he's just out in Johannesburg, ran into some, you know, non, not locals, you know, Europeans that were just out on the town and went fucking bananas. Okay. Okay. Uh, either way, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's a fun story. Not fun for his life now that he's fired. And uh, yeesh, dude. Uh, have fun talking to your wife about that one. Because those, t- those text messages, why I asked you to put them up on screen there, Bob, are so detailed. It's not like it was just a flash of like a one-liner, you know, where it's like, ah, snow to cork off titties tonight, you know? And you could be like, oh, just dismiss that as having fun with some bros. This is a full goddamn paragraph. Like, it's the, the forward for the great Gatsby here. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, next up, is there a surprise Republican candidate's Popping in for the 2024 presidential election? Maybe. Uh, It's been reported that uh, a billionaire backer is saying that uh, Glenn Youngkin uh, might enter the mix here pretty soon. I know D'Anthony has chatted about this guy before, and uh, and it has alarmed Republicans uh, that a candidate would jump in this late, especially with this amount of money. Uh, Bill Barr is telling them to put the oar in, get in the race, friends. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like it's too late at this point. Uh, what are we, 13 months away, 14 months away at this point? Shit, no, 13 months away from the goddamn presidential election. Um, look, from what I've heard, I don't know much about this guy because he doesn't get a lot of press. People do like him and they, and they kind of like his policies. But he's pretty fucking unknown at this point. Um, I don't see him uh, being able to, to capture a brand like Trump this late in, a, in an election. Uh, this feels like the same thing that Bloomberg did uh, back in the last uh, Democratic uh, convention as well. Or not convention, but uh, the primaries as well, where he kind of jumped in late, spent his own money of $5 billion or whatever it was. Look, anybody could, could get in there with the right amount of money. Uh, I think for Glenn, it would have behooved him uh, to, to hop in earlier with these donors and get his name out there a little more uh, because I still don't know that much about him. Uh, Bob, is, is he from Virginia? I think he is, right? Is he the yeah, he's governor the one who, of Virginia? Yeah, he won the uh, governor race in Virginia in 21, uh, the year after Trump lost. Just like, And it was like a, a sort of... That was like the first sign that it was like, oh, people aren't out on Republicans. They're just out on Trump type right. of thing because right. he won a very purple state, a state that went blue. He, he won the governorship a year after Virginia went blue yeah. right, for Trump yeah. so, or for, uh, against Trump. Um, so that was kind of his thing. It was like he was like a, a quote unquote like normal Republican, not a rhino, but like a quote unquote like stable Republican, I guess you could say. Gotcha. That was his, that was his kind of brand. I mean, very similar to DeSantis, to be honest. Yeah. I, I so I remember uh I remember that story when it when it popped up and, and people talking about this guy, but his name never really stuck to me. Uh and I think that's the biggest issue he would face going forward if he was to get into this race now is uh how do you create a name that quickly right before an election? Um let's take Vivek last night in the GOP debates. Um, I thought he did a very good job last night. I thought he did a good job in the last one. It's very smart, very fast, uh, and he makes big, bold statements and promises, and that's kind of what you want to separate yourself from the rest of the field. I don't know that this guy 
has the same personality is going to be able to, to get in, do it, and gain some points in the polls. Uh, uh, the one thing I will give him, though, is after witnessing what you witnessed last night with the, with the GOP debates, maybe you just didn't want to get involved in that shit show anyways, and you're thinking to yourself, hey, dude, let's wait until the last one shakes out here. I think you said it was November 3rd, Bob, earlier. Um, uh, like the third or the eighth, or yeah, something like that. Uh, the eighth, whatever it is. Uh, first week in November, maybe announce after that, so people aren't calling you out on a stage. I, not that anybody's listening and or watching now at this point. Um, so maybe wait. That's his thought process to wait until all this bullshit is over and everybody else has run out of money. If he is indeed backed by a billionaire, uh, as Drudge Report is suggesting here, um, you know, obviously he'll have plenty of money, but to create a name in time is very, very tough. Even Vivek, who is polling, by the way, and I think he's the highest polling candidate uh, next to Nikki Haley on the Republican side there, um, has gotten out there because he's used social media, podcasts, all this other stuff uh, in a great way. And, and the shit he's saying is, is wild as fuck. I love it. Um, I don't know if it'd be possible, but it's what you want to hear. Uh, and I'm not sure a guy who's this moderate of a Republican going up against Trump at this time is the dude to do it, especially with all the trials that are going on around the nation and the fucking witch hunt for Trump now. Uh, it feels like at least America is all in on Trump uh, as far as the Republican side of this, uh, whereas the Democratic side, it's still uncertain. Um, I think, you know, obviously we read the numbers a few weeks ago here that 76 of Americans think that 76 percent of Americans think that Biden's too old to run. I think they're torn on that one. But uh, the way Gavin Newsom is, is doing the press circuit these days, it certainly looks like he's winding up to throw the first pitch uh, there in the fall. And uh, it's we're in it. We're in it now. We're in uh, the election cycle. There's 13 more months left. Uh, and so we have a, a new president of the United States. Uh, who that will be? Who knows? Uh, I'm looking over here at mybookie.com uh, because they, believe it or not, they do uh, political odds over here. So does Vegas, by the way. If you're in Vegas, you look up at a sportsbook scoreboard and all that stuff. Uh, they usually have presidential odds over here. Now, these ones are interesting. We've read these in the past, uh, but Biden was favored. He is no longer favored anymore. Um, so as of this morning, uh, Donald Trump is at plus 169. Uh, now, this is to win uh, the presidency of the United States. Joe Biden is at plus 177. So it is close, but they have moved Trump up in front. Gavin Newsom interestingly, is uh, at third here at plus 1075. It's about 10 to 1 here for, for uh, some layman speak on that. As far as gambling goes, Ron DeSantis is at plus 1600. Michelle Obama is also at plus 1600. This is right around 16 to 1 odds. And then uh, Vivek rounds it out there at 16 uh, to 1 as well. Uh, RFK Jr. at 17 to 1. Nikki Haley is popped in there at 22 to 1. Kamala Harris is at 29 to 1. And then Glenn Youngkin, oh shit, he already popped up here. 58 to 1 right now. Uh, if you believe in him, throw some cash on it. Shit, 58 to 1. Jesus Christ. Those are great odds. Wish we had those odds in, in tonight's NFL game, but we don't. Instead, we got Detroit minus two against the Packers. Let's go. Now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week, which is obviously uh, someone who has inspired you or helps you become the person you are today. I want to give this to uh, two people, actually. Uh, top of the show, talked about the crazy show we had uh, last night with uh, Black Kevin and uh, Jared, those guys. Show that is forever deleted. No video exists. No audio exists. 
no links exist. I, we even deleted all the links. If you got a screenshot, you got a screenshot. We sold a hundred of these skateboards. Um, he created this small business for himself. We've been friends with him for years. Uh, he's a great guy, very, very passionate about skateboarding. Uh, so go to his website, snakefarmco.com over there. Uh, beautiful, beautiful skateboards. Uh, these drinking rolls ones they made. I mean, I don't know if the, the image on a uh, camera does it justice, but uh, these things are incredible. No, we are not making any more of these. Uh, maybe next year or something like that. But uh, beautiful skateboards over there. Uh, Bucky Lasik and, the, and all the guys love those. And, uh, and last but not least is my second drinking bro. I'm going to give it to Dan Holloway. Uh, so obviously he wasn't here today, uh, because he's off doing, uh, charity events over the weekend, uh, with some other veterans down there in, uh, North Carolina for the independence fund. Uh, he writes the news every week. Um, so not only did he send me the news, this is all, you know, this is written by him, uh, and I was able to do it, but he was sending me notes throughout the show to help out and everything else. The other thing that I want to point out is, uh, I know if you're a day one home and you've listened to the show forever, uh, you hear Dan on air. And uh, he's usually telling people to go and blow their brains out or launch themselves into the ocean. Uh, behind the scenes, privately, uh, he, he's actually got a pretty big heart. Uh, he does a lot of work with charity, a lot of work with veterans, doesn't really talk about it, doesn't really publicize it. He just goes out and does it. Um, matter of fact, he's probably pissed that I'm talking about it now, but I don't care. Uh, he's actually a pretty great person behind the scenes. Those of you who've got to uh, meet him or spend some time with him uh, know that. And he's got, surprisingly enough, a pretty big heart. Uh, so uh, proud of him going down there uh, and hanging out with uh, some guys who need it in, uh, in North Carolina this weekend. And if you're out there, hit him up on Instagram in North Carolina. Uh, I believe it's Charlotte they're in with the Independence Fund with uh, Sarah Verardo. Uh, Independencefund.org is uh, who we've been working with uh, not only last fall, but this fall. It's, uh, it's an easy program that you can sign up for, and it's basically getting your unit back together again. Uh, sometimes when you separate from war and you go off in your own different directions, uh, people are alone. It's all dudes. We don't really know how to talk to each other and all that stuff. Uh, obviously, I wasn't in war, but it still helps me as a person to reconnect with my friends and all this stuff. But how do you do it, right? You never know what somebody's going through in life. How do you, you truly reconnect? Go to independencefund.org today. Uh, sign up your units, and it is totally free. They'll take it from there. They'll contact everybody. They'll put you all together. It's a four-day retreat that is completely free. Uh, they'll pick up all the costs. And it's just about getting each other back together and hopefully preventing suicide. Uh, that's what uh, D'Anthony Holloway is doing this weekend uh, down there with Tim and those guys. And uh, we support that organization. We are proud to be working with them for a second year in a row. Uh, and to the listeners, thanks for hanging in with just me today. Just pop a bear. Hopefully it was fun. Uh, D'Anthony will be back on Monday. And uh, all is right in the world. But again. You know, for being a couple of dirt bags on a disgusting podcast, occasionally we do some good. So you got to let it slide. We appreciate you tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. We're at 7,000 reviews on Spotify, 7,000 reviews on uh, iTunes. Just get over 10,000, and then I'll shut the fuck up about it. All right. I won't say it again. That's uh, all the advertisers give a shit about, and that's what keeps the lights on in this building is the advertisers. Uh, thanks so much, kids. Even though he's not here, I'm going to sign him off as if he was. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone. Drinking Bros Fake News.